0: This is what we have to do every time, even after a vote where people are sick and tired of the establishment, they're sick and tired of the squeezy, middle-of-the-road, squishy kind of Republican rhinos, and we vote conservatives in, then we have to fight tooth and nail in D.C. to actually be heard within the Republican Party. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. What's up? Welcome into the program. It is a Monday, starting off a whole new week, setting that tone for the entire week. Looking at what those projects may be, trying to get them done early so you can get the hell out of there later on by Thursday, Friday, right? <laughs> That's the goal. That's what you try to do. Welcome into the show. we got a lot to talk about today, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch or listen to the show. you millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day, and it's always a pleasure to have you along for the ride programming note for you today before we get moving i told you i i didn't mean to fib but i guess i did a little bit i told you that the newsletter would be out today for all the great Hoosier holic's out there which we have more that are on board we, we grow like every month every month we get like 5 10 15 20 more and it's awesome we love you to death appreciate you very much you can do so at hoosierreason.com i was going to have the newsletter out today because i like to do it at the beginning of the month i did not but there's a reason for that not just because I've forgotten I'm lazy. thats I promise you that's not the case. I was ready for it. But I wanted to implement a new blog that was kind of cross-promoting a couple of things and had a really great content. But Mrs. Voice of Reason is actually going to be writing it. And she's releasing it with her project later on this week. So we're going to use that one. And actually attach it as our blog going into this month, which is back to school, how to keep kids healthy and ways to keep the flu from spreading around your family with the back to school and the snot ridden children that will be coming back to and from school now that school semesters are starting again. So it's going to be a great content and a great blog. You're not going to want to miss it. But uh, Mrs. Voice of Reason will be writing this one, and I'll just be piggybacking on hers. Uh, But I wanted her to be able to finish it because she's set to release hers this week, and then we'll wait for her to release it first and then have us release it there afterwards as well. And it's really great, uh, really some really cool stuff, so I'm looking forward to it. So if you have not signed up, you still have an opportunity to sign up for the newsletter at whosyourreason.com. Right as soon as you sign in, you'll see the website pop up, and you'll see the thing say, Hey, do you want to become a Holic?" You say yes, type in your email. It's free. We don't spam you or anything. We just send you a once-a-month newsletter, and we welcome you aboard on that one. All right, we have a lot to talk about today. No guest today. You and I just chit in the chat, doing our thing. We're staring at each other across the bar and discussing the political event of the day. And boy, oh boy, there a lot to talk about with it. Tomorrow uh, is election day for many states for the off-season elections, and it seems like all across the nation with these states that have had elections so far, there's been a relatively decent voter turnout across the nation, which is good. People are already politically active and then preparing for a 2024 presidential election next year. So that is good news. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Uh, we also have, we have not done this in a while, but we also have a new Voice of Reason product infomercial that we will play here momentarily as well. We uh, launched it over the weekend with our syndicated program, and we'll play it for you here in just a minute as well. So, man, there's a lot to cram in, so let's get into our What's Trending. What's Trending today? It's kind of a wee, uh, weekend recap for a Monday episode, which is hilarious to watch. Is uh, It wasn't Joe Biden this time. It wasn't Joe Biden forgetting what he was doing, acting like the old guy on the stage and just kind of blubbering around because he's actually been doing all right. I want
1: to be clear. I'm I'm not not going nuts. Well,
0: when I say he's not doing too bad, that means that he's been trying to stay out of the limelight so he doesn't look like an absolute fool because he's not getting better by any way, shape or form. But the other guy that's been a cause for concern, Mitch McConnell, the Senate minority leader for the Republicans was at their 143rd Fancy Farm picnic in Kentucky as he was out there talking about some egg, talking about the topical issues. And obviously, for elected officials for those of you that don't know, are actually back home in their districts right now. So now's a good time to talk to them, most of them holding public events or any type of town hall or taking Q&A or showing up to events like Mitch McConnell did this weekend and talking to their constituents before they head back up to D.C. next month for the fall um, session where they have a lot to address So right now is their public appearance time for them to try and boost their popularity and boost their morale. And the 143rd annual Fancy Farm Picnic in Kentucky was the place for Mitch McConnell to go, say a few words, get a little ha-has, and move on. And looking at the video, looked like there was a smaller-ish crowd there, maybe a hundred people, a couple hundred people, so not a huge event. But a big enough one for him to show up and say a few words and say what's going on in D.C. and get a little chuckle, haha, ha, and then move on. And that didn't quite happen because the entire time he was massively heckled. And I think it's because he has a loss of hearing that he probably didn't get distracted a whole lot during his speeches. He just kept rambling on like Mitch McConnell does.
1: I just told uh, I just told David Beck his introduction is longer than my speech. Elaine and I are really excited to be back at Fancy Farm on behalf of the strongest Republican team we've ever run in our state. For those of you who keep count, this is my 28th Fancy Farm. My 28th Fancy Farm. I want to thank uh, Father Venters and Stephen Elder for finding a way to keep Fancy Farm going.
0: All right, a fancy farm going. So <laughs> that audio, by the way, from Fox News, if you can't hear what they're saying, uh, we're chanting lost the Senate because obviously not appropriating the money. The guy who actually handles where the money was going to go during campaign season didn't invest in these states that he we could have potentially won where we lost by maybe 1% or 2%, where he didn't put any money into because he didn't want them to win because, number one, they were Trump supporters as the Senate candidates, and, number two, he, want, he likes to be the minority leader so that way he can complain about things but not actually have any influence to do anything about them. They had the lost the Senate chant. They also had the retire chant as well.
1: We're up against the folks who gave you record high inflation, We're up against folks who closed schools and then told you that teachers unions know what's best for your kids. We're up against folks who'd rather let repeat offenders walk free than get tough on crime. I'm glad Governor Bashir finally decided to come to Fancy Farm. It's been the first Saturday in August.
0: Man, I don't know how he continued on because those chants were loud. For only a couple hundred people in an outdoor venue like that, there was maybe... 20 people or so sitting behind him just in awe watching this and the crowd losing their minds. And he was just as going on as Mitch McConnell does. I think it's a good sign. I think it's hilarious, number one. But I think it's finally people are starting to wake up and saying, wait a second, guys that are 80 plus years old, that can't function, that don't know how to actually like, you know, lead the way they need to uh, shouldn't be in office any longer and the election was proof positive when he didn't invest in certain candidates and then his freeze during the uh, during the press conference a week or so ago as well was the second or third or fourth proof positive of why he shouldn't be there any longer and not capable of doing the job but he did persist and he even tried to keep a joke going as well
1: steve this year his dad thought woke Was what he did from his nightmare Senate race in 1996. That's funny. But Andy, Andy, he speaks liberal with a California accent.
0: Wow. Desperation, man. I don't think that's working out too well for him, for the public opinion. Uh, But you know what can happen here. He's only going to blame Donald Trump anyways for changing the Republican Party, bringing out these radicals, bringing out these extremists, because they have shaken up that status quo, and he's not okay with the shaking up of that status quo. And now there are a new blood within the Republican Party that are many of them Donald Trump supporters, or at least ones who weren't politically active before and are sick and tired of the same status quo going on in D.C. Regardless of who it is, you know where the blame's going to fall which leads us into Andy's latest product darn right it is so we did our official release of this over the weekend during our syndicated program but with everybody blaming Donald Trump Joe Biden's low approval ratings the bad economy the investigation with Hunter Biden with Mitch McConnell not getting the support that he used to get it's very simple to see why the establishment the elite The deep states just aren't quite as excited about the way things are going right now and why they can't get back to business as normal, which is why we know what's happening here. They're all utilizing this very product themselves, which is their Trump dump bailout button. No matter what type of trouble you, my friends, can get into, you too can get away with it with the Trump Dump Bailout button from the Voice of Reason.
2: I it's your Voice of Reason product spokesperson, and if you're like so many others across the nation, you probably lie, cheat, and steal to get ahead in life. It's the normal thing to do, right? The only problem is, if you get caught, they say that you've broken the law. Who knew? If only you had a way to keep the world occupied and distracted so you can keep living your best life that you took from somebody else. Well, well now, now you, you can. can. Introducing the Voice of Reason's latest line in personal care needs, your very own Trump Dump Bailout Button. Now, get away with anything that you want by hitting your Trump Dump Bailout Button any time that you get caught red-handed. I've been a victim of society my whole life. The rich white oppressors of America had kept me from getting a
0: job, going to school, or even being the gender of my choice. And since no million dollar opportunities were just handed to me like every business owner out there, I felt that it was my right to go and take what I thought would be mine. I mean, they wouldn't miss a little bit of cash in their cash registers, would they? It's not like they worked for it. After I got caught, they said that I was going to jail, but I just hit my Trump dump bailout button. And just like that, I claimed that it was racist Donald Trump's
2: fault that I couldn't afford to live, and they let me go. No questions asked. Thanks, Trump Dump Bailout Button. Your Trump Dump Bailout Button works for any situation, from robberies and fraud to even murder and treason. America is just a place for oppression and tyranny. I mean, just yesterday, I got stopped for speeding on the highway. The officer tried to give me a ticket for breaking the law, but I just pushed my Trump Dump Bailout Button? and told him it was all Trump's fault for causing climate change, and I needed to hurry and get off the road to lower my carbon footprint. And guess what? He never gave me the ticket. Some users even say that it works in court. I got my Trump dump bailout button late. I had already been arrested for using drugs and shooting a gun, but my lawyer gave me my button while in court. As soon as I hit my Trump dump bailout button, And I just told the judge that I was actually Hunter Biden and that I was forced to take drugs because I was so traumatized by Donald Trump trying to take my vote away in 2020. Now I can go sell my kilo without worry of oppression. Plus, order your Trump Dump Bailout button now and receive a Trump Trauma Victim Card absolutely free. My mom said I needed to get a job and move out of the house, but she's just
0: one of those fascist Nazis that work for the evil corporations. So before she kicked me out of the basement and cut off my allowance and video game time, I showed her my Trump trauma victim card and told her that Trump had corrupted my youth and ended any opportunity at life by tweeting horrible things and letting people make personal health choices during the pandemic. Ah. I almost died, but now I can focus my time on my Antifa meetings and
2: starting a GoFundMe to fund my life. Don't let those pesky laws and rules of society get in your way. That's the peasant's way. With your Trump dump bailout button and your Trump trauma victim card, now you too can live your life like a Washington politician or a complete failure. And you can feel good that your life decisions are completely out of your control.
0: There it is, the latest Voice of Reason product in the healthcare abilities for you, the Trump dump bailout button. Now you too can just blame Trump on the poor decisions that you make in your life. It's all Donald Trump's fault and you are a victim of society. And therefore, when you get in trouble, it is ironic that every time that new information comes out on Hunter Biden's investigation, new information comes out on the corruption of D.C., every time there's news coming out on the bad shenanigans going on in the world, then all of a sudden a new indictment comes out about Donald Trump. Yeah, you can find that download. We'll have that on the Voice of Reason's website here shortly at reason.com where you can listen to it over and over and share it with your friends as well. It's a Monday. We've got a lot to talk about here on the Voice of Reason. Stay here this is the voice of reason with andy
1: hoosier (music) fighting for freedom every day this is the voice of reason
0: with andy hoosier yes indeed it is welcome back into it hopefully you enjoyed our latest voice of reason products (laughs) Again, those are relatively new to the radio program. We like to do those on occasion, our new infomercial. One of these days, and here relatively soon, hopefully, we are working on trying to actually make these products as gag gifts, which you can purchase on the website. But right now, you can at least download the audio and listen to all of them that we have. We have a decent collection, and we're starting to grow them again. Now, you just go to the website at reason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com, under the Special Features tab. You can find all the infomercials that we have. The latest one, the Trump dump bailout button, that'll be up there available after the program today as well. It's where you can go and enjoy blaming Donald Trump for the world's problems. Don't worry, high gas prices, it's Donald Trump's fault. Actually, it's our fault because, remember, we're just committing uh, climate change, right? It's it's our fault for not uh, just buying our $100,000 electric vehicle. It is the uh, MAGA Republican Trump supporters' fault. for not going out there and actually wanting to drill during the extreme heat because you guys are just a bunch of lazy bums. We're not going out there and wanting to drill or do anything productive. That's literally what the experts, experts, I use experts with air quotes here. That's what the experts tried to tell us last week on why gas prices are so high. Not because of regulations or not because of the depletion of the oil reserves or not because of just Biden not allowing us to drill in new places. No, no, you guys are just lazy for not wanting to go work in the triple-digit weather across the nation. It's your fault. Passing that blame, baby. Victim card, here you go. Slide it under the door and you're ready to rock and roll, do whatever you want to do. While Mitch McConnell is out there trying to bring up his popularity ratings, not quite working right now. Joe Biden taking a massive vacation with near 40% of the time in office right now being on vacation, and the rise of Kamala Harris trying to fill that void, which is not a hard one to fill anyways, and still not completing that task by trying to talk and get back out in the public sector. And as we've said before, she's kind of like the Hillary Clinton. And I don't know why, but whenever she's not speaking, people are like, okay, I can deal with her, she's fine. And her poll ratings go up, and her approval goes up. As soon as she starts to talk... It starts going downward again. Oh, yeah, that's why we don't like her again. That's why she has no clue what the heck she's talking about. She is completely unrelatable. She's kind of a, and she's just has no clue what she's doing. No approval rating. And it continues to tank, and it's doing it again now that Joe Biden's been on a vacation after the vacation, and she's been trying to fill that void talking about AI because it's a very complicated two-letter word that means artificial intelligence. Her words, not mine. <laughs> And whatever else she tries to talk about. Oh, that's right. Over the weekend, she had talked about trying to invest in community banking. And we're investing in community banking because they're the banks of the community. Direct quote again from none other than Kamala Harris is that she it's a bank that's part of the community, which is why it's in the name community banking. Do you know that? I, I didn't know that. I wasn't aware of that. was not aware of that fact that the community bank was part of. The actual community. And now the government's apparently investing billions of dollars into said community banks because. Well, this is the next step for the ESG. They've controlled the major corporate banks now, so now they need to go down to the community bank because they're part of the community that we weren't aware of. So now that we're aware that the community bank's part of the community, we can now invest in the community bank and then hold the carrot in front of them with all the money we're going to give them through the federal government in the sums of billions of dollars and then control them through the ESG movement and say that you as well as the community bank who's involved in the community, needs to do community things through the ESG with environment and equity and diversion and inclusion and whatever else that they try to do through their government control. So the mobsters have now expanded themselves into the local markets and at the local level, which is a very dangerous and concerning thing, all of it while happening with a great Senate leader like Mitch, or Republican leader, minority leader, I guess, Mitch McConnell, who has to go to the fancy farm picnic in Kentucky. Nothing against the fancy farm picnic, that's awesome, but trying to boost up his popularity and not quite working. The infighting among the Republicans continues while the Democrats focus on the community things, you know, since they're involved in the community. Makes total sense in the world, right? This is the voice of reason
1: with Andy Hoosier. When reason
0: meets radio, this is the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. Thanks for hanging out today for a Monday, kicking off your whole new week. Carpe Dionisms all over the place. The way we roll, especially for a Monday, trying to set that tone for the rest of the week. Great to have you along for the ride today. I want to tell you about my friends over at Americans for Prosperity. They have been fighting for the truth to be out when it comes to Bidenomics. As you know, that the economy has been held stagnant for the past couple of years under Joe Biden. Now, they tried to say again, passing off that blame, that Trump dump bailout button. It's all Trump's fault during the COVID pandemic and how bad his economy was before. And we've created 13 million jobs. Blah, 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 blah. You know that's not true. Right now we're floating between 15 to 20% inflation overall for the past three years. Near 30% inflation jumps just on food alone. It's harder for you to just put food on the table and get the resources you need. We're going back to school here in a couple of weeks, or you may have already started school again in your area for your children or your grandchildren. And you can see the tools and the resources and all the school things that they need continue to rise in price as well. But it's time now to unleash that economic progress across the nation. Americans for Prosperity have launched their massive nationwide campaign for the summer, calling out the Bidenomics for what it actually is, which is failed economic policy. As the Real Fact Checkers are finally coming out, it's time to let the people know what's really going on in the country as they have launched their Bidenomics is Broken campaign, letting everybody know the truth about the economy. And you can be part of it, whether it's helping knock on doors, making phone calls, financially supporting or just talking about your uh, with it with your family and friends. You can bring some truth, reason and common sense back into the economy which is what's happening with Americans for Prosperity, the country's largest grassroots organization, is they have a chapter in every state and over 4 million advocates nationwide. For more information, to be part of it, to try and help out in some way, shape, or form, or to just get the information of the truth, to take the truth to the streets and talk to people about it, you can find them online, Americans americansforprosperity.org. Again, Americans americansforprosperity.org. Plus, you can follow them on their social media at AFPHQ. Again, AFPHQ on their social media, help reignite that American dream by calling out the failed Biden economic policy with Americans for Prosperity. It is pretty frustrating right now. We see the gas prices that are high right now. And according to the headline on Newsmax, which obviously Newsmax being a little bit more conservative-leaning site, they're like, oh, yeah, this is bad news bears for Joe Biden. But again... They've already come out with their argument, their victimized card, their coof. We're not responsible for this. It's everybody else's responsibility, not ours. We have nothing to do with it. Which is why last week they said it's our fault for just not producing as much because, well, we're lazy and don't want to work in the heat. You know, it's not turning out well. And you don't attack your voters and your supporters and the constituents that you're trying to win their support of. That doesn't work out too well for you when you do something like that which leads to what's trending today the latest news is in many states tomorrow is election day now here in kansas where i'm hailing from with our flagship station we had our elections last week for local elections and for those that don't know yes this is an off election season which means you do get to make your voice heard and get out and vote and you can do so for your mayor's races city council races school board races Um, maybe different tax issues if you have those initiatives on your ballots as well. Uh, Whatever's going on in your local area, it is important for you to turn out and vote. And from what we've seen so far, kudos to you and pat yourself on the back, man. But so far, election turnouts in different states have been higher than what they usually are for an off-season election. Here in the county uh, of the radio station where I'm broadcasting from, we're known as Sedgwick County, Kansas. Uh, right near the Wichita area, our voter turnout was 15% in the county, which it's usually anywhere between 8 to 10. So still not over turnout of, you know, 60, 70, 80% voter turnout, but 15% is marginally higher than 10%. So I guess that's good news, and we'll chalk that up as a victory. But coming up tomorrow, there are some major major, uh, elections going on that you need to be aware of. Moving up to the state of Michigan, which is very strange because Michigan come came out with a report today saying it's not too late to register to vote in today's ele- or Tuesday's election. Now the report was released today on August 7th and they're saying, "Hey, it's not too late for you to register to vote for the Tuesday election." Wait a second, what? Do you have like same-day voter registration up in Michigan? That was wrong with you guys. What is this? Apparently you could just go in and oh, I just I I don't know I had months to register I just didn't do it I'm like oh sure I guess I'll go and register to vote today why not it's election day might as well go get that taken care of I mean it doesn't put I don't put it past anybody because we do live in a world today where we wait till the absolute last moment we are the ultimate procrastinators I've told you the story and if you know somebody that works in retail thank them for working in retail or customer support as a banker. We dealt with that all the time. We were open until I worked in one of those that were like inside the grocery store at the bank. And it, so we closed at 7 o'clock. We didn't close at 5 like normal banks or even 6 o'clock with the drive through We didn't have a drive through We were open until 7 o'clock. And literally at 6.58, people would be walking in. I need to open an account. Come on, man. Like, do a little forethought. Prepare yourself a little bit more. And know that there's time to take that to get these things done. But we don't. We like to be the procrastinators, to wait to the last minute, and then expect everybody else to pander to what we do because the world revolves around us and everybody revolves around our schedule, right? Well, that happened uh, apparently in up in Michigan as the election is tomorrow and they're getting ready saying, hey, it's not too late to register your vote. There's still time, as many decisions that are made in local communities that really do affect us. They affect local leadership in our cities and townships, and they affect our taxes in some cases as well. That's according to the Ottawa County Clerk in the state of Michigan. Voting is how you make your voice heard. So you have local elections, and I think, again, as I've said on the radio many times, I think after the COVID-19 pandemic, more people are aware of what's going on at the local levels and realizing, oh, hey, school board votes do actually matter. City council votes do actually matter. County commission seats do actually matter because they're the ones that had the control of you when a pandemic happens, and they're the ones telling you you cannot open your business. They're telling you in order to walk into a business, you have to wear a mask or get a vaccination. They're telling your kids what they can and cannot do. They're telling your kids about the curriculum or the wokeness movement or the LGBTQ or whatever else they're going to try and ram down your throat. Yeah, local elections are kind of important. Now, Michigan has one. Ohio has a major one as well coming up with elections tomorrow. And they're set for a vote that is going to impact the state of Ohio quite dramatically. And we're going to focus some time on them for just a minute. Because I love the state of Ohio, obviously, growing up in that state, going to college in that state, being there just in the last few years. Ohio is a wonderful state. I love it to death. And one of these days, I will make it back there to Cedar Point. Greatest place on the face of the earth, baby. That little island that's the amusement park that has the fastest, the highest, the steepest roller coasters in the entire world. And they will scare you to death if you are not prepared or if you are not a roller coaster rider in any way, shape, or form. Nonetheless... The big vote coming up tomorrow in the state of Ohio includes raising the vote threshold to amend the state constitution from 50% to 60%, which is interesting And the media, of course, not liking this because as Ohio continues to move a little bit more in the rhino-esque era, which it's already kind of a purple state, but as it moves further and further progressive with the expansion of the three main cities of Cleveland and Columbus and Cincinnati Those are the areas that pretty much dominate Ohio politics now everywhere outside of that, for the most part, is pretty much rural communities. But those three cities continue to expand and have the majority of the say. It's turning into more and more of a purple state. And I say purple because it's always been purple, especially with the auto union power that they have the education and teachers' union power that they have. Uh, It's been a very weird state where most people are Republican, but yet they're kind of on the softer side of Republicanism. And it was very fascinating when they ended up going for Donald Trump in 2016. But now that it's becoming going from a purple to a light blue state, they're trying to raise that threshold because there are some major issues on the docket for the state of Ohio that include abortion and Second Amendment and firearm issues. And the media not liking this, trying to show the uh, hypocrisy behind this, saying that, well, it's only going to take a 50 percent threshold to raise it up to a 60 percent threshold to alter the Constitution moving forward. But because of this issue, there's a massive turnout as of right now, according to Fox News, when it comes to early voter turnout is as of Wednesday last week, more than five hundred and thirty three thousand people have cast their vote by either in-person or by mail since early voting began on July 11th, according to the data that was collected by the Associated Press, this being reported by uh, Fox News. The ballot measure to amend Ohio state constitution needs 50%-plus on the vote, uh, ballot to pass, but if state issue 1 passes, the threshold would be raised to 60%. Conservatives say this change is needed to protect the state from outside groups who want to alter their state's constitution, saying, quote, At its core, it's about keeping out-of-state special interest groups from buying their way into our Constitution, which we're seeing happen far too often. They're circumventing the legislative process and are going directly after the Constitution. Now, personally, regardless of whatever issues may come up to try and alter, try and add a constitutional amendment, try and alter the Constitution in any way, I think you do need a 60% vote, three-quarters vote. I mean, most states have that already. Here in Kansas, where I'm at right now, We have that. We have to have a three-quarters vote in order for it to be on the ballot and then that needs to pass as well. Uh, I think that needs a 50% vote, but at least it needs a three-quarters of support from the legislature to be allowed onto the ballot for the people to vote. And I... Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure because that's what we've had to deal with when it comes to uh, trying to uh, make them part of the Convention of States movement here in the state of Kansas, which we have not done after years of attempts uh, in our state. But... In order for you to alter the Constitution, we have to remember the Constitution is not what the Democrats like to say is a quote-unquote living document. But what it is is an amendable document, but we need to make sure that the amendment is not just going willy-nilly based on the flavor of the day with every couple of years thinking that we're going to have this new sexy idea or this new sexy issue to discuss, and therefore we're going to amend the Constitution in that way. But it needs to be something that's locked in and it's going to be beneficial for the generations to come. We have to be the like-minded, smart ones like the Founding Fathers were when they created the Constitution at the national level and all the ones creating the ones at the statewide levels, making it just a little bit more difficult and the majority of the people on board with the change to move forward for the long haul. So a vote to make it 60% I say is good on you. Well done, Ohio. Let's see how the vote turns out tomorrow for the August 8th elections. This is The Voice of Reason, with Andy Hoosier.
1: (music) Fighting for freedom every day, The Voice of Reason with Andy
0: Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into our last segment here, last few minutes of the program. As we move through a Monday, we have election day tomorrow across numerous different states. Michigan, which apparently still has voter registration open for people if you want to go and register up in Michigan. We have a lot of listeners, uh, podcast download listeners up there. And I guess go and register elections tomorrow, so go make it happen. Ohio's got the big election that all eyes are focused on tomorrow with a uh, voting to raise the... Constitutional amendable vote to sixty percent moving forward as opposed to fifty percent. Imagine if you will, again, we don't live in a democracy, which is why this is so important because we do not, and this may be a trigger warning for the other side of the aisle right now, we we do not we do not live in a con in a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic, which means While we do vote on some issues like that in a democratic process, in a democratic way, we need to make sure that it's not just the mob rule of 51% gets to take away from the 49%. Because democracies themselves, in a purest form, are no different than any type of tyrannical mindset. All you have to do is create a populist movement, which we have a lot of populism now. People that aren't quite educated on the issues. They don't study the issues. They don't grill the candidates. They don't see them as, like, a job hiring where you're interviewing a candidate to some way, shape, or form. Uh, They don't do that anymore. They base their political views based on what the mainstream media tells them, which you know is extremely biased. You know that it's not accurate in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I just got a letter today, which I'm going to fill out probably after the program today. I got this from Michigan State University, speaking of. And they're doing a study on journalism and sent this to me to fill this out as a, I guess, being in the media, being in radio, as a member of... The uh, uh, member of the media don't don't tell him I said that as a member of the media in some way, shape or form as a talk show host, probably more as a program director. But nonetheless, I got this email. They're doing a study on journalism and want me to fill this out for Michigan State University. So that um, r- those results may be coming out here uh, soon once they collect all the data, which is very interesting. But we know the media is extremely biased and I will full out tell them that during this uh, survey that I'll be doing for Michigan State University. But that's where a lot of people get their information. And with media now being so marginalized and divided, where do we go from here on truth, on wisdom, on putting things into perspective? We don't do that a whole lot. There's not enough outlets to do that. So now we have some, not to be mean, not to be callous here, but we have a lot of ill-informed voters heading to the polls. And that's how the elites, the deep state, the establishment, whatever the hell you want to call them, that's how they rule and they continue their control by getting the low-information voter, what Rush Limbaugh used to call them, the low-information voter, to turn out and vote. And as long as you get that 51%, baby, then you're good. You can pass through whatever the hell you want to. Through the campaign tactics, through the smear campaigns, through the lack of information, through the lack of transparency, you can just ram through whatever you want. 60% makes that more difficult. And you can still do that. You can still go on with that low-information voter, but you need more of them. And as people are beginning to wake up, that's going to make it much more difficult. And that should be a good thing, even for legislation that conservatives and Republicans want, should make it a little bit more difficult for them to actually get that agenda through. So very interesting on that. We'll see how that election turns out tomorrow in the great state of Ohio, trying to uh, raise that threshold for constitutional amendments to pass by the voters' uh, view and mindset by 60% threshold. Real quick, in the state of Missouri, I believe tomorrow as well, there is a big vote for them to push further on their recreational marijuana, which I find interesting because I thought they already had recreational marijuana, but maybe they're just um, making it happen or it's about ready to take effect, but a big vote in, in uh, Missouri as well, which uh, for my Kansas listeners, that just solidifies the fact that we need to address something here as we're one of the three states right now that does not have any type of legalization in any way, shape, or form recreational or medical and with Colorado Missouri and even Oklahoma that has a very loosey-goosey form of medical marijuana essentially it's recreational just in a little bit different wording we're kind of sandwiched on that front so that another hot topic issue as well but uh, a lot of the states right now it's those social issues that are on the ballot and remember that the local officials the city council the school boards the mayor's races the county commission races those are the ones that have a large say on how those are enforced and how those are done in your local community so like we say all the time make sure to get out and vote and elections have consequences either positive or negative depending on how many people turn out and even if it is only a 15 percent voter turnout compared to the total number of registered voters then guess what your vote matters even more because it can come down to a very slim margin. Just an example, our mayor's race here in the city of Wichita last week, there were three candidates that could have made it to the final two for the general election in November. One of them, the crazy incumbent Democrat that squeaked through with a 1% margin over a really good candidate. Why? Voter turnout. Not enough people turned out the way they needed to. Elections have consequences. Let's make sure that we're on the right side of that one. That does it for us today. Podcast up in a little bit. Make sure to be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst for change. Get the heck out the vote and make your voice heard. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow.